As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 19th of April, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bonnie Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. James, can, can, I, can I say something really quick? Don't, don't, when don't the, you fuck say, up my intro. But you yes. say the intro so fast that like when I was listening to the pod the other day, I thought there was something wrong with the audio like it was sped up were you listening you thought you were like am i on times two yeah 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 i'm like an auctioneer uh james what did you ask me before that can you can you hear that again back to back zoom audio i can't hear anything but i I know i'm not hearing an apology did you did you flex again did you do it again james who the hell do we got well people can see the title and we already told them who it is but james who do we got my guy rod beard aka derod derosen He's here. Rod, thank you that's, for doing this. That's me. No, thanks for having me on. Uh, big fan of your work. Who's? <laughs> yeah, come on. There's two people here. Nicholas, he's the movie star. There you're a, you're a whatever. You're, there a, it you're is. an also rare. Uh, people don't know Rod's nickname is Gerard DeRozan uh, because when we play horse at the PPC after the players clear practice, uh, he just shoots mid-range jumpers and he kind of looks like a he looks like DeMar DeRozan, an older version of the younger DeMar DeRozan. Can I older just say of the younger? De- OK, I'll take it. Rod, I, I have you in front of me and I want to talk about this thing. I know you're on like your farewell tour right now and we want to go down memory lane. and do This all this dude thinks stuff. he's Kobe out here. I, <laughs> he's Paul Pierce. Uh, so uh, people will remember. Possibly. I know you two will. The video that Johnny Kane took, I think you guys were in Cleveland. I don't remember where you guys were, uh, but you, yes. it was you, so it was James, Rod, and Omari, and you guys were all shooting. Rod, that jumper was tough. It went in, but it was, it was, it was mechanically a little rough. You, you, can you defend yourself there a little bit? Talk about the elbow. <laughs> a Sean Prince did it and nobody complained. That is his best argument. I mean, nobody complained when Sean Marion. Well, I can't even I won't even go. Sean Sean Marion's different. Yeah, that's That's different. different. When Tayshawn Prince did it, nobody complained. Let's just go with that. 
It was and butter, though. Like I said, the shot, yeah, it went in. So, you know, can't really complain. Like Michael K. Gilchrist, he went in the league and he was shooting from his fucking shoulder. He was like over here with it. Uh, Rod, so you have have concluded your illustrious, what, 30 or 31 year career. Uh, 20. 20 oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the beat. And I just want to come out guns blazing no, 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 here. No, no, no. He's only been on the beat seven years. Seven years. Oh, seven years. Okay. Well, I was making a joke about you. You're obviously oh, not sure, on it for 30 sure. years. I was just calling you old. That's all oh, yeah. I was. He there. was in journalism for like 20 years, though. Sorry. Um, that is true. I want to come out firing with uh, a question. James, I actually I think I've asked you this before. I do want you to answer if I haven't or maybe if people don't remember the answer or something like that. Rod, I want to start with you. Um, a time that you were, you know, in a in a scrum, maybe it was a one on one with somebody where you asked a question that the person was like, that was a dumb question. Like they were, they, they just gave you a response. You were like, Oh, that was a bad question. LeBron. It was definitely LeBron. He, it oh, was, no. at, it was at the palace and he had set some like a franchise record or some, something about assists and me just trying to get a question off just, Hey, did you think that you'd be able to break this record or do whatever? It was some kind of assist record. He's like, essentially like, you know, I'm LeBron James, right? That was essentially his answer in the scrum. <laughs> And it's embarrassing when you get a bad question off, but when they catch it and they give you a worse answer, just yeah. makes you look like an ass. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's double. That, that's a hold on, hold on. That's a great transition into the actual answer to this story to this question, Rod. Tell them the KCP story. Tell the people. That wasn't a dumb question, though. Yes, okay, it was. So, so let me let me set the scene. This is also at the palace. Um, Pistons had just finished their shoot around, so we went to Warrior shoot around, and. Uh, Steph Curry's there, and he's just shooting, getting his regular pregame stuff. or Not, not even pregame. This was like afternoon stuff before the game. So I had done my research, and KCP, when, when guarding Steph, Steph had scored, averaged only something like 20 points a game. And that was a year that he was putting up mid-20s, high-20s. So the question was kind of, what does KCP do to be so effective defensively against you? And, and Steph was doing something different. Like he was tying his shoes or doing whatever. And then when I finished the question, he's like, wait, what? And he looks up like, what? What did you just say? <laughs> so he answered it. He gave some type of boilerplate, whatever answer. So that night, he notably pulled up from the Pistons logo. logo. That, that was yeah. Rod's fault. You guys that remember is, that? Come on. There that is was no, Rod's there fault. There is no causal <laughs> There's no causal relationship between the question and Steph just pulling up because he does it so often. There's no, there's no, no link there. So the, the probably yes, the funniest is. part of this story is KCP on that play put up his hand like my bad. I didn't pick him up. That <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, that's one of Steph's best shots. My answer to this question, I don't think I've talked about it. I've been, um, I've gotten the face from two people. One was I. When the Pistons traded for Blake Griffin, who were the other guys in that trade? Bryce Johnson and Willie Bryce Reed. Bryce Johnson, Willie, Willie Reed. Reed. Um, yeah. Boban was in there, Tobias. Well, you mean coming to us. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're at the this is my first year on the beat. Uh stands last year. Practice facility is still at uh the palace. Um, and everybody's asking Blake questions. Like this is the next day after the trade. So about after 20 minutes of Blake questions, I'm like, the Pistons had struggled rebounding for up until that point of the season. 
So after everybody, somebody asked one more Blake question and I just kind of like scoot in. I'm like, yeah, like you, you talked about how much you guys have struggled rebounding. Uh, do you think Willie Reed will help with that? Stan looked over his shoulder and looked at me and said, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I remember then, that. I remember what a, it was. A day later, a week later, Willie Reed was no longer, it was traded for like Jameer Nelson or something. Yeah. The other one was um, Pistons beat the Warriors Casey's first year. Is that the year they started like 14 and six, Rod? Something like that. And they beat the Warriors in Detroit. It's Steph's return. And, you know, we don't, me and Rod don't, uh, there's, we've covered a lot of bad basketball. So when the, when there is a team, when the team is on like one of those rare heaters, you got to capitalize on it. You got to get the content out there. People want, you got to feed into the beast. Even if you don't really believe it, we knew that team wasn't going to the finals, whatever. But I asked Clay, because I was doing this something like what the what the Warriors are thinking about the Pistons, whatever. I asked Clay, I was like, is this a team that you think like you could see down the line sometime? And he's like, down the line, where? <laughs> where <laughs> exactly? And I was like, I don't know. Do you think this team could be a, a a legitimate team in the East? He's like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, no, Clay, Clay is is famous for the yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. they lose to the Pistons a lot, weirdly. I uh I do I want to ask another one to both of you. Maybe that's is that just what this is gonna be? Where I just yes. have both of you in front. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll just think a question on the fly. Um, James, I know that you know you've kind of experienced this a little bit. Um, maybe not so much within the last year, and, and Rod, you're gonna be the same because you guys were as home, you were guys were home as much as you were because you weren't allowed to cover the games in person. Uh Rod, for you, like when you first started. Um, was there like an element to it where you're on the road, you know, 40 nights a year or so? Cause yeah, you'll take one or two nights off maybe, but, um, like, do you start to feel homesick and be like, man, maybe this job kind of sucks. Or are you just like, always like in go mode and like, man, this travel's cool. I'm seeing things. I'm getting to go to all these arenas, trying all these different foods and all that stuff. Like, what was that adjustment like for you? It's an up and down where, uh, it's very much some cities like you circle when the schedule comes out, you circle Miami, you circle, or maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I you. knew he was going to say I, it. I circle Miami. I circle Toronto. Yeah. I know where the West coast trip is in the schedule and you look forward to those. But when you've got Milwaukee and no, no, no disrespect, no slight, but when you got Milwaukee, when you got um, Minnesota or. Hey, hey. no, no, no. No, we, we like can slide Milwaukee, but not Minnesota. No, we like Minnesota. My stomping ground. Can, we have fun can I Minnesota. finish? Can right, I finish? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Can, can this shout man out, talk? Shout out to Sarah. Go ahead. Oh, James. Um, shout out to Sarah, our friend. Sarah Perez, PR Timberwolves. But there, there are certain cities that you're like, okay, I can make it through this. These aren't my favorite cities, but you can certainly make it through that. But there's always that point in the season. It's usually in March where you wake up in a city, in a hotel, you don't know where you are, what you did, what happened the night before. And that's when you know, like you've hit that, that NBA traveling wall that it's just, it's just really, really tough once you get to February, March, somewhere in there. Yeah. James? For, pe- for people who don't know, are you, oh, do you want me to answer this? Yeah, question? yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it gets old after, uh, once you hit, to me, for me, it's when you hit like the deadline, everything kind of gets like old, the trade deadline. It's just... It's a lot. Um, early flights stink. I mean, it's fun. Let me not say that. Like, it is fun, but it is a grind. Like, it's not. It's not. It's not bells and whistles. It's not what everybody thinks it is. It is. We're, we're working. Like people. Th- like I remember when I first started dating my girlfriend. She didn't understand that. Like, 
she thinks I'm just like in Miami. I'm like, yeah, I am just in Miami. And we usually have like a day to like bullshit around and do things, but it's like, I'm working. Like I'm, I'm not out at the club at night. I'm not a club guy anyway. Well, in Miami, I am, but everywhere else, I'm not. Tell him, tell him. <laughs> My birthday with the Livingston jersey. Tell him. No, I Listen. mean it's 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 to his point. It is it's very much, um, you you make time to to do what you want to do in the cities where you want to do it. Yeah. Yes. I can, uh, I can I rapid fire some questions at Rod? Of course. So for people who don't know, because I don't know if we did a proper intro, I would assume if you listen to this, you know who Rod Beard is, but. Good friend, good writer, great writer, great friend, um, is leaving the Pistons beat, covering the Detroit News. He works for the Detroit News, covers the Pistons, and is now transitioning to an assistant editor role. For the, I don't think we properly set that up. We just assumed we people not. knew who Rod was. Yes. Um, all right, Rod, rapid fire. Favorite, at, favorite Piston you covered? Favorite Piston I covered um, is Smith. I knew it. I knew it. I was going to cut I you told off you, like, you're going to say it. Fake. I knew it. I knew it. Least favorite. And you got to answer. I'll Least answer to favorite to cover. This could be anybody. This could be <laughs> like um, Carson Edwards or something. Not Carson, but it could be anybody. All right. I won't put you on. I won't. I won't drill you on this. Um, Please don't. You said favorite. you'd answer. So if you no, 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 Answer it. You said you'd no. answer it, James. Oh, boo. I'll answer it if he answers it, but I won't put him if he doesn't want to answer it. Okay, fine. okay, fine. Um, your favorite, your favorite story with with me and you on the road that you can say there are there that are you can so, say on the there are so many. My favorite story is the the Black Star concert in L.A. Oh, that's mine too. I didn't think you were gonna pick that, so I was gonna pick it. No, it's 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 the Black Star concert or the New Year's Eve in L.A. Either way, Ooh, different see, I years. You were going to pick New Year's Eve in L.A. And then see, I was going to pick Black Star in L.A. See, we're, it's it's like the newlywed game. We could flip over the cards and we could get them all right. We could. No, for people who don't know. So me, Rod, Rod's my road dog on the road. I hang I hang out with Rod. We get dinner. I've had more meals with him in the last five years than my girlfriend. And I would say he probably would say the same for his family. Just because, well, at least in my, my girlfriend sometimes works nights. So even when I'm home, we don't always eat dinner together. Um, so we, we, we hung out a lot. I dragged him into shoe stores, record stores. Um, my guy, but my first year on the beat, I think the West coast trip was what the third week of the season. Like it was Something early. like that. It was really early. Yeah. And we are both big black star fans. For those who don't know, that's most diff, most diff, most deaf and Talib quality. And randomly while we were there. They were having a show in L.A. Live, and they're like, it's so hard to see one of them live, let alone them doing Black Star shows live. And so we were able to go. It was right outside the hotel. Dave Chappelle was there. It was like an awesome kickoff to me on the beat. And then the L, uh, the New Year's Eve one, uh, we talk about MF Doom all the time on here. Me and Rob love MF Doom. The, the guy who owns Stone's Throw Peanut Butter Wolf owns a bar in um, Highland Park called... Uh, gold line which is like a lounge but they spin records and soul and rap and funk so we we were the schedule worked out where we were in la on new year's eve we went there spent the whole night rod lost his glove i called in lift but i called the uh, shared lift on new year's Ooh. eve in la Ooh. so nick nick let me tell you how heated i used to be when he would do shared lifts <laughs> Because you end up with all of these randos in the car. 
it's not it's, my money. It, yeah. And that's the point is that it doesn't, you could call it a, a lift elite or lift like luxury and it'd yeah. be okay. He's calling shared lifts and we got all these randos coming in and out of the car. <laughs> so this one on new year's Eve in LA, there might've been seven or eight randos that in it, but by the time we got back to the hotel, seven or eight randos just getting in and out of the car. Um, I'm, um, I'm lightly toasty and I'm asleep. You're heavy sleep. And there are people just getting in and out of the car. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> it is. Funny. I had a, I have a lift story with me and Jay. I don't know if I can tell it though. You can tell it. Do you I know think, what I'm talking know. about? Our, I don't know had, if I we had a lift. Should. Yeah, I think I can. I took too many gummies. We were in a car. The guy was playing house music and I was it was like and like but the other problem was like his door was like broken. Oh, so like yeah. the, and I was just like, look, I think I like texted you and was like, I'm freaking out right now. Like we need to get out of this car. And that was like right when we met. This was like, like you had you had like come to my hotel to meet and we left to go the Isaiah Stewart jersey still had the tags on it that's how that's how fresh fresh this was uh I have a rapid fire question Rod uh some of the the best stories that James will tell on this show uh are when he you know bumps into a player out in the shit and like he we had the uh rapid fire you get I'm just contextualizing it shut up (laughs) give us one of those you got one of those for us for me yeah um it was Drummond at LA Live and it might have been my first year on the beat I'm glad you said that story (laughs) <laughs> not the other one my first year on the beat and he's just out at la live and just i think he was going bowling with some friends hmm. but i was still under the impression like you don't see these guys out in the wild dealing with regular people and he was just out having a good time and and people kind of knew that he was somebody i don't think he was at a point that people knew that he was an all-star type player but he was just out hanging with the peeps and that was that was cool for me yeah was, was he with iCarly girl he was not with iCarly girl uh did i ever tell the story of boban john luer and tobias on this show yes Mm. no did you maybe rod you want to tell it that's not like that's that's not like a uh we're not criminalizing ourselves on this we went to a bar after a game bless you the one in orlando when we walk in and in the back of the lounge we see reggie bullock (laughs) white bikes and Eric Moreland, blowing hookah, having yep. a good time. We go to the front of the bar. Who walks in? Tobias Harris, Boban, and John Luer. Do you remember the story? Yeah, I remember the story. Oh, how would you? How long would you say those three were in there? Like maybe five minutes. It wasn't very long. It was weird. No, it's just a, a fall through. Vibes were off, like, and they dipped. Yeah, but not, they not might the have brought the bad vibes. You hear that trio? <laughs> That's true. Uh, top three favorite NBA arenas that you have visited? Uh, Brooklyn, Barclays. Uh, I don't really have a top three. Moda Center. I'm going to throw that one in there for you. Eh. Come on. Work eh. with me. Work he with likes me. Portland, but I don't know if he loves the Moda Center. Yeah, not the Moda Center specifically. It, Brooklyn, just because of the kind of ambiance and things that they have around there and they have a lazy susan for their buses they're they're visiting buses when you drive in off the street it's a thing that turns back around Mm -hmm. and then you drive back out that is the coolest thing i think i've ever seen in an arena Um, united center united center yeah and pfizer give me something come on Um, why not Um, yes staples Staples. why not 
Well, okay, but here's the thing. Is Staples Lakers Staples and Clippers Staples? That's two different arenas. No, it's not because all you're doing is the ushers have on purple or they have on red. That's no, we because sit, but we sit in the same present, spot. The entire presentation is different, man. Like the lights are dimmed and it's like when it's the Lakers, it's like a spectacle. When it's, like, when it's, when it's the same Clippers, it just, it just feels like an arena, like a, just a normal arena to me. No, James is uh, one of James's favorite like individual moments that he's ever seen was this like no look pass that John Luer had. Is there anything like some small little thing like that, something dumb that's happened that to this day it just sticks in your mind? Um, no, I remember that lure pass and, um, that was, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was, that was kind of loopy. Um, I love sitting next to Rod when people do crazy things like his, like, I'll just get like a, the heart. He has, people don't know. He has like catcher, his hands are the size of catcher mitts. And he'll just like, holy shit. And like smack the (laughs) shit out of me. Like, like a Ric Flair (laughs) shot. And like, I'm pretty sure that John lure, that John lure, uh, pass might've, I might've slapped him on that. That shit was nuts. But go ahead, Rod. I'm sorry. No, no. I, it, there's nothing specific in that. I mean, it's just always little things where we're just like, that could be something. I think when Killian dunked, like with two hands for the first time, and we hadn't seen him dunk, mm-hmm. and it was like, wait a minute. And it's always with him. Is this the point where everything starts to turn around? Not yet. Was that the one where Cade was on the baseline and he jumped with him? Was it the same one? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I have a question. Uh, favorite interview you've ever done with a player? Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. These are good questions. Oh, it's like I do this. This really is what well. we do, Rod. Dude's with me all the time. Here's me ask a question all the time. Now I get it. That was a good question. It's because this is being recorded. It's, it's, it's yeah, an image thing. It's because I'm making him think. <laughs> exactly. No, it's with um, with Dwayne sometimes. With Sadiq. I've had some good interviews with Sadiq that have really, um, where you, you, you go in expecting one thing and you, you get to know his personality and he opens up a little bit more. And I just thought he was just like this 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 stone, this rock that he didn't really have emotions or anything and you talk to him and you see this multifaceted sort of um depth to what he does and i think the the first one with cade right after the draft was yeah, that was that was good this this dude is so different yeah um That's the he, reggie jackson's another one that we don't talk about enough just getting to know him behind the scenes like reggie on on record was fine i would say underrated but off record, Reggie was great. In that in that sort of same vein, like, and this is, I have two questions that are kind of the same, James, to what you just asked. And James, actually, I want you to answer uh, both of these, uh, but Rod first, of course. Uh, a guy who you always knew you were going to get a great quote out of. If there's a microphone in front of him, you're like, I'm going to get something good here. It's a good one. 
Um, there's two for me. I think Blake is one, and Cade yep. is the other. Yeah. Okay. There's three for me. Sorry. Bruce Brown. Yep. Yep. Bruce. Bruce was really good. Who else? Sadiq's gotten better. Sadiq's good. Sadiq's it, gotten better. Was it Cade? Oh, it was it was Bruce. I it, oh, Cade, oh, I'm I, sorry. I, once he I'm said sorry. Cade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other one, uh, again, kind of in that same ilk. I would like both of you to answer, Rod. Uh, a story that like you look back on that you wrote. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a direct like one on one you did. Um, but a story that you look back on and you're like, that was my magnum opus. Like that, I was in my bag. That's the best work I've ever done. Um. I don't think I have one that's like that because it was never like, here's, I wanted to blow the doors off with this story. It was never that it was, here's something that I think is interesting that people will like to read. Gotcha. And so it was really just trying to um, just trying to hit something that hadn't been hit or in a way that it hadn't been hit previously. Oh. I really like the story for, for Alicia <laughs> Jeffries, who's um, the SVP of marketing. That was um, really good that she she had had battled cancer a couple of times and um, really had broken through. And that's an off the court story. It's not a player story, but it's just something that you get to know people off the court. And I tried to, to, to get that in, in my farewell column that it's not just the players and the coaches that you interview. It's the other people that you see, the people in food services, the ushers. Those are the ones you see Shout every Marla. day. Shout out to Marla. And they, they connected every day that makes it fun for you because you walk by them three or four times a day. Sure, we'll see Dwayne maybe once or twice, and it's the quotes, but it's those people who make it feel like it's not just a job and you're going through this repetition every day. Right. Funniest player you covered. Well, James, you got to answer that too. I'm curious. What's my magnum, my magnum opus? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, come on. I got to, there's a lot to choose from. Uh, I hope I haven't written it yet, but my. Well, it depends on what you're like. So one I just wrote the shit out of or one that like I was like, I can't believe I, mean, I got this. I story. guess it's tough because you can't really call a one on one a really great story because it's like most of that derives from something that's like they're just giving you the answers. And so you're just writing what they said. So like, I guess really something where you sort of detailed maybe a specific vision or opinion that you had. Well, you, and you were like, the I one on ones right. you can because you can you can like when I did the story on Isaiah and his dad, like that was a one on one. Yeah, with sure. Yeah. All of them. Uh, yeah. The cookie lady is up there just because for her to be doing it that long and nobody like know about it was insane to me. Mm -hmm. And not that like anybody had like could have known. I just stumbled in at the right time. Um, I really like the Isaiah and his dad one. I'm I don't know. I'd have to think about it. This is about Rod, though. Um, Let's see. I had a good one. Oh, you're definitive. You are no longer on the beat. Of course, you'll travel to these cities here and there. Top five favorite cities. The definitive Rod Beard list. Miami, Toronto. Is this uh, order? Uh, no, we can't do order yet because I got to think about it. Miami, Orlando. Orlando? Um, the hell? Come Miami, again? Miami, Toronto. Okay. Miami, okay. Toronto. Um. I really liked Charlotte. We'll go New York, Brooklyn. Either that way, as one. that counts as one. Yeah. Yeah. So Manhattan, Brooklyn, either way you want to go there. And Portland. I'm not mad at that list. I love Chicago. So I'm going to put Chicago in there over Charlotte. I know we go like we've been going our whole lives since we were six because it's next door. But I like Chicago. Um, funniest, funniest 
player you've covered? Funniest Boban. Yeah. It's a good Funny, fun, Funniest is Boban. We were in uh, Mexico City at that game. We were staying in the same hotel, and he was walking the other way, and he turns around, Rod, Rod, my man, how are you? It comes, and you talk, if you say my hands are big, his yeah. hands are double the size of mine. Yeah. And he, his he hands like are crazy. Up. Um, so he's just, how's things going? So he just, <laughs> just full of life and just, you, you love to talk to him. And he wasn't an everyday quote, but you yeah. just like taking time to talk to Boban because he was just the coolest dude. I want to ask this. I, I asked this all the time to anybody that I can. Uh, James was like the one who sort of opened my eyes to this. I didn't know this was a thing that people like consensusly believed. Uh, Rod, is it true that LCA has the best media spread in the league? Now, there is no second place. There yeah, is no wow. second place. Wow. You can't you can't even come up with a bronze and a silver medal at all. There is no second place. It's straight between the the everyday wings and breadsticks that and chicken tenders and chicken tenders. <laughs> Rod you, likes if, chicken tenders. That Rod does not like chicken tenders. If you if you just want to do that because you don't like anything else, then you're fine. But you got a salad bar every day. And you got entrees, and there's like uh, some flank steak or always flank steak, steak. Usually, always. I mean, you can you can gain like the freshman fifteen every season <laughs> of covering the Pistons. So, and and the way that you know this is the best because players come in and wow. get the dinner. Embiid their, every time they have their spread every it, 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 by their locker room, but they come in and get the media food because it's just that good. Wow, Thanks. who has that's the, a good who, point. I forgot about that. Who has the worst then? Ooh, I've there, only like... been I've only been to this place twice. I tend to I, I, I tend to skip it. Um, every time I've been to San Antonio, we've had meatloaf. San Antonio's there. I mean, the, the garden is pretty bad, too. Yeah, the garden is. Yeah, we're giving it to the garden because at the Knicks in general and their whole organization, how they run things, the, the gardens, the garden's terrible. Hmm. Um. What else is bad? That's, those are the only two that stick out to me. Um, Rod, have you been uh, have you been peddling any merch lately? Got any start writing mugs or shirts that you want to promote here? He's got yeah, start I've, editing. No, that's, oh, that's a one, right. That's, that's a right. one of one. That is a one of okay. one. Okay. But I, I've got some start writing mugs, and if anybody wants them, DM me on Twitter, and I'll I'll get them out to you. I just need to. That's don't don't let this get out because my wife will make me um. Split clear that the... stuff out can i uh i have a i have a question because this has happened to both james and i and rod i'm just curious to know if this has happened to you and if it makes you uncomfortable so people will ask james all the time like hey man i'm at the game tonight can we meet up can we get a picture blah blah blah. sure you've gotten that a thousand times right shout out to will um a fan of the of my writing at the athletic and bnc who i just ran into at the nike outlet as i'm wearing a, a hoodie that says the f word on it so that was that was awkward but go ahead uh, has anybody ever done the thing to you where they're sitting, you know, maybe in the, the second level or something <laughs> like that, they're sitting far away and they like zoom in and like take a picture or a video of you and then tweet it to you or DM it to you. And they're like, Hey, I see you. This is so cool. And you're like, I'm actually really uncomfortable. Has that ever happened to you? Right. And I have to look and see who it is. Like, why, why are you doing this? This is just, weird. Just, just come down to the, the banister and say, Hey, what's up, right? Like, it's cool. I remember, I think when we were in uh, L.A. for the Laker and Clipper game, I think I did that to James 
if memory serves, I think it was during the Clipper game. I think like just to fuck with you because I knew that we knew it was weird because you had like yeah. come up and like said what's up and like whatever. Yeah, and um, met you at that point. And uh, I just thought it would be funny to because I was sitting like right above you, and I thought yeah. that would be really funny to do. I do remember um, that. Rod. Uh, just I guess in that same uh, subject. Uh, do you have any sort of like supporter interactions that stick out? Anybody ever do something cool for you or anything like that? Um, when I was doing a lot of stuff with daily fantasy stuff, there were folks who just, Hey, let me, um, let me take you out to dinner. Um, because I, I won $5,000, um, on some stuff that you gave me for, oh. for some tips or whatever. Um, hey, yo. let me, let me take you out to dinner for, um, for this thing or let me buy you a drink and we were in indie one time and i'm like you know what why not so this guy is like whatever you want to drink just go ahead open tab just and so we had a couple of drinks and with some of those things you're like hey let me tell james or let me tell my wife where i'm going and yeah and this guy's twitter handle or what whatever the case is yeah in that same vein like um you know, Rod, I actually I actually know that you've done this before because uh, I've just heard like through the grapevine, like, yeah, Rod, like did this thing. He's a really nice guy. Um, James, I know that you'll have conversations with people sometimes like, um, you know, aspiring writers or whatever it is who, mm-hmm. you know, want um, some, uh, you know, some tips or something. And Rod, maybe this is a good time to do it since we're looking for I say we since they're looking for your uh, for your replacement right now. Um you know, in those moments where someone's like, Hey, like, can we grab lunch? Can we grab coffee? Like, that's something that you like, I don't want to say regularly do, but you've done that in the past, right? Yeah. I've done that in the past where, whether it's coffee or just, um, we'll DM back and forth or somebody will email me some of their work and say, Hey, can you look at this and give me some feedback on it? Or Zoom. Um, or Zoom. Yeah. I've done that on Zoom too. But it, it's just how our business works is that the only way that you're going to learn is from experienced people who have been through it. And it's, it's not just about the technical writing part of it. It's also part of just getting to know people and being able to stand in front of people and ask them questions, but also just be a human. Don't, yeah. don't be this, this uh, ridiculous, here's a question, here's a question, here's a question. All right, peace, I'm out. Ask questions and then have a conversation with that person because it builds the bridge to ask different questions, more personal questions and do everything the next time. And, and I, I keep harping on this thing with Sadiq but when the story I did about his faith and spirituality and him praying before games, he's, he said several times, like, I'm a spiritual guy and I, I want to um, give it up to the most high. So James and I talked about that. Like, what does that mean? Like, is he, is he uh, a Buddhist? Is he a, a, a whatever? But just in those conversations that I had with him, it was priming to the, hey, at some point, let's talk about what you're praying about and what that looks like and what that pregame routine is like. And so you only get there when you build that relationship with somebody, not by just, hey, what are you praying about when you pray? And if you yeah. don't have that rapport with that player, they're not going to tell you anything good at all. Yeah. Say we we appreciate your time, Rod. I say let, let's end on this. What are you going to miss most about the beat? James. Aw. You don't mean that. Jay- no, I mean. It's, he does it's, mean that, though. It's, it's the... Um, to a degree, it is that because it, it's the, the the friendship that we built. And it's the I told him, like when he took when he started on the beat, I didn't go out a lot. And so on the road trips, I would just kind of stay at the hotel, order room service or go grab something and bring it back to the hotel. So I wasn't a let's go to a bar. Let's go hang out. Let's go do stuff. And I said, if you want to do that stuff, we can go hang out as much as you want or as little as you want. Um, and so we just started hanging and it, it 
sorry, it ended up with shoe stores and and a whole bunch of other stuff. But I mean, that's my guy, man. I, that that is <laughs> the everyday. If after practice, if we go shoot hoops or we play horse, um, or we'll do something else after that. For those six months during the season, that's the dude that I talk to the most. I have like best friends from high school, um, but during those now six I'm gonna months, cry. I know I talk to James every single day, even if, if it's an off day and we don't have practice. That's the dude that I talk to. So that's my um, kind of routine, my regular of knowing that James is there. So we're going to have to figure out something when next season starts where we still kind of keep in contact and know what's going on. And so he's, he's joked like whoever my replacement is on the beat. It has to be somebody that he can get along with. But it's also like, like, who do you who do you? Put, who do you think James is going to get along with? He's going to hate whoever it is. So it doesn't really matter. It's not true, but it, I think, and it's also not even like just during the season. Like we talk all the time off season. We hoop. I'm yeah. I'm going to miss you, man. I'm miss seeing you every day. I, I'm getting a little emotional. Oh, oh, don't see, see, and this is what we said. We can, we can go up until James but, starts to cry. He but I am going to miss you. He I doesn't am have miss tear you. ducks, so we're all good. I'm going to miss you, man. It's going to oh, be it's you mutual. Are you know that. one of my you best know. friends. We got to know each other very well. Um, yeah, it's not going to be the same. I already know. I just know it's not. But you're not leaving. You're just not just not going to see you every day. So no, you got you got the, you got the juice now. That's that's what we'll end on. You got the juice. Yeah, you're the right. old head now. I am. Whatever. Love that. All right, ladies it. and gentlemen, Rod. Rod's gone. Rod, thank you very, very much for your time Anytime. today. Yes, Anytime, thank guys. you. Thanks for We appreciate you're not Paul Pierce. You're Kobe in our book. Let's relax a little bit, but no. you're not Paul oh. Pierce. You, do you do you know what kind of blasphemy is in, in James's life to say that anybody is Kobe? No, I'm just trying to guess good. you up. I'm just All trying right, to be a good you. podcast host, Rod. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe only if you're feeling generous. No, actually, fuck that. This was a good episode. <laughs> subscribe. If you listen to this on Spotify, you can also leave five stars. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is coming out on Tuesday. So, okay, yeah. So no special episodes oh, this week. Uh, I'm on vacation this week. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, please leave me alone. There will be a story on Monday about Isaiah Stewart. Um, and that's it for me for the week. Are we potting? Is there going to be a pod the following week? So a week from the day that this is yeah, we can get together for we'll do a pod. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you guys. Say it, say it, say it, say it in the next one. Peace, peace.